Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Christopher Zarn. and it's time for today's stretch for Monday, November 15th, 2021. And hi, I, 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 I'm just checking in on you. <laughs> what up, gang? How was your weekend? <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, was uh, my weekend uh, ordinarily boring. <laughs> I was an old fucking man this weekend. And you know what? I'm proud of it. I'm not even that upset, not even that mad. You know, it's like when you do the mundane tasks and your life still feels like it's going pretty well, then I feel like you know you're living a good life. You know what I mean? It's it there are some annoyances that you're inevitably going to come across annoyances like doing shit at the car dealership. <laughs> Why the fuck is it so hard to do anything at any car dealership? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think maybe they just got used to having like a bunch of power over you in American, especially if you're a person that lives in a city dependent town like I do, San Diego, it's really hard to get around without a car. Uh, and so maybe they're just like, yeah, you know, fuck you. <laughs> we don't give a shit. We don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I know you want that car, but uh, we're not going to have the microchip for it for another couple of years. So how about you settle for this? I'm like, no, you cocksucker. I don't want that. <laughs> I want the thing you said I'd like and I thought you'd have, but here I am <laughs> and you don't have the thing that you said you'd have. So what are we going to do about this? No, it actually wasn't like that for me. I'm, I'm coming up at the, the end of my lease on my, my lovely 2019, uh, Hyundai Kona, which is a, a pretty great car, pretty fantastic car, honestly. And you know, it's funny cause when I was getting this car, I remember driving off the lot with it and I was filled with tears because I thought I'd sold my life away. <laughs> it was like the first time that I engaged in a financial contract where I knew I was going to be locked in or at least like consciously aware of it because, you know, student loans, <laughs> those babies, they'll just ask you to like write your life away. <laughs> It's like signing a contract with the devil. You owe this for life. <laughs> no, there's no getting out of it. No bankruptcy. No. Now, if you die, your your children are going to pay for it. <clears throat> you want to know why? Because your Uncle Sam, your Uncle Sam needs that money. It's how it's, uh, it's how Uncle Sam's going to pay off his loans. <laughs> the money that Uncle Sam owns. <laughs> to China. No, not China, actually. I looked into that a little bit. And... Uh, Fortunately, out of the trillions of dollars that the United States owes, a uh, bulk of it is not to China. TG. Anyway, where the fuck was I going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that car. <laughs> the Korean car. <laughs> yeah, so I spent a long time researching a bunch of cars because at that time, got to rewind the clock back a few years. At that time... I was driving this uh, 2000 CRV and it was old enough to vote. <laughs> and I did the thing that every man 
I mean, women too, go for it. Trans people too, go for it. But certainly uh, every man ought to do at some point in their life. And that is work on their vehicle. <laughs> work on it. Get to work. Get greasy. Find the right tools. Right. And uh, maybe take a class or two of auto shop. So that way, when you do go see the mechanic, you know, you're not going to get fucked. <laughs> you know, so you don't get some bill for, uh, you know, the uh, the snake nut. <laughs> Costing $50 to replace this part called a snake nut. Nothing exists. You know, and uh, and I want to be that guy. You're right. I want to be that guy that people can come to. It's like, hey. This uh, mechanic here says I got to get, you know, this bada bing and that bada boom. Is that right? And I might not know exactly, but I have an idea because I've changed my own oil. I've done my own filters. I've done my own spark plugs. Even uh, did some work on the old suspension. That's right. And boy, was that shit fucking scary. <laughs> you don't even know that a car has ball joints. <laughs> Sounds funny saying that. Ball joints. <laughs> Until they go out. And I replaced them bitches on my old 2000 CRV. So needless to say, even though I said a lot already, did a lot of fucking work out thing on that thing. Put a lot of love into that thing. And I really loved that car. And then the bitch just started polluting. <laughs> and California was not, not going to have any of that. And California is kind of cool. In that if you do have a car that pollutes, so if it fails to pass smog and if it's because the engine needs to be like replaced, you know, it's polluting a lot, uh, then instead of doing the work on the car, what you can do is retire, quote unquote, the car and you take it to this junkyard and then say, thank you for the car. Here's $1,500 now be on your way. As we sell this shit to Mexico. <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Maybe they like find all the good pieces in it and individually sell those things. I'm not sure what they do. But uh, after I got that check, you know, um, I had spent months of doing research on different cars that I could afford. Cars that had certain features like I knew I wanted heated seats. Chris, you live in California. You live in San Diego. Why do you need heated seats? Because it's nice. Because it's fucking nice. <laughs> and also preferably a car with a sunroof. And also a car preferably with premium sound. And also a car that preferably didn't look like... <laughs> didn't look like a car that belonged to a dweeb. I had several other words that came to mind before I got to dweeb. But there you go. <laughs> and... After months of painstaking research, a uh, couple of weeks right before I cashed that check, my mom was like, hey, have you checked out the Kona? And I was like, the what? It's like the Hyundai, the Kona. And I looked up that bitch online and lo and behold, this car checked all the boxes that I was looking for. But goddamn Auto Trader didn't let me know it existed. Maybe because it was new. I don't know. But in any case. I had to give up and retire the old CRV, the old trooper. And in exchange, I took that check in and signed up for, you know, 
a two sixty a month payment on the new Kona. And that bitch rode me out pretty good these last few years. And I love this car a lot. Feels pretty nice. And I go to the dealership to figure out, hey, man, what do I got to do to uh, buy this car at the end of the lease? Because I want to keep it. And I mostly want to keep it because y'all don't have any new cars. Because <laughs> of the goddamn microchip shortage. And uh, guy comes back, guy that works at the dealer, hands me a bill for 17 grand. I'm like, what? <laughs> My contract said that the money left out on this car was 13.5. 13.5. <laughs> what the shit is this? And so I do all the legwork that you got to do these days to figure out the truth about things. And you got to have a lot of perseverance to finally talk to the person who's capable of giving you the information and also capable of making decisions because for whatever fucking reason ain't nobody <laughs> nobody out here that you talk to is qualified to do either <laughs> but in any case I found out I could hit up my finance company in this case Hyundai Motors Finance and on my online account I can locate this old buyout quote and all I got to do is pay that buyout quote for a cool $14,999. <laughs> and I asked the finance company, I was like, yo, how come the dealership is asking for $17? Like, oh, that's what they chalk up to processing fees. I'm like, processing fees? Fuck that. Fuck that. I'll take this bitch to the DMV myself. <laughs> I can handle the paperwork. That's not a problem. Save myself a couple of G's. I don't have a problem with that at all. No, sir. And, uh, and I just couldn't get a straight answer from the dealership as to what amounted to the $2,000 plus worth of fees. So there's a little lesson for me. Save yourself a few weeks. I'm going to sneeze here. Hang on just a moment. Uh, I never came. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just didn't happen. In any case, save yourself a little bit of legwork. Next time you're going to go uh, buy out your car, do that. Go do it through your local credit union. Fuck the dealership. Save yourself a couple of grand. Ah, there you go. Chris's Monday advice hour just for you. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to do a whole hour. Um, but I had to drive out to Temecula to do all that. And because of that, spent a little bit of time at home. And when you have as many people in my nuclear family as I do, going home is a, <laughs> it's a trip of its own. <laughs> and it's, it's cool that we all get along. Uh, at least for the most part, as far as I know. Anyway, we all get along. And I was able to spend a, a slice of quality time with, each one of my four brothers and a slice of quality time with my mom and a slice of quality time with my dad. And that took up the rest of Friday and Saturday. <laughs> and it's funny how like each person of your family has a, just a world of their own and a distinctly different world at that. It's like, wow, you all live in the same house. And it's like, you're all living in completely different universes. And then you come together for dinner and for jokes. 
<laughs> if that, <laughs> like, I, uh, my oldest brother, he's a huge car guy, huge car guy. And, uh, he was born on, <sighs> let's call it, uh, with a bit of a disadvantage. Um, his condition reminds you of like a milder form of cerebral palsy. And when you have a, a sibling like that, you're not really sure how things are going to shake out for them. But in this case, uh, he found his lane. His lane is cars. And his car is the sickest fucking car in the family. He's got this tricked out Dodge Charger that he got because he worked his ass off at CarMax. <laughs> and he's in a bunch of car clubs. And his car is tricked out to the theme of uh, the nightmare before Christmas. And he's got these badass speakers in it. The car rumbles like a car would from Fast and the Furious. And it goes to this trunk and he pulls out a couple of trophies for best in show. <laughs> of a couple of car contests they went to. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's fucking sick. Way to go, Nick. <laughs> oh, shit. I said his name on air. Whoops. Um, well, in any case. <laughs> yeah, my older brother. His name's Nick. And he's really into cars. And the dude won a couple of trophies at a couple of car shows. And that shit's dope. And then I got another brother. Who is working at a cannabis uh, dispensary and they do farm to table <laughs> if that makes sense and he's talking about how uh, there's this client of his who's kind of a baller and how he's setting up this meeting that he's going to do and in this meeting uh, he's going to be chopping up a little bit talking a little bit of business even get under his wing you know that type of thing <laughs> And, you know, one of the reasons why he's got to do that is because the workplace that he's in is getting no respect. Ain't nobody giving me no respect. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. But uh, there are things that sometimes are overlooked when it comes to hiring for a company. You know, like having a good attitude, one of them. Uh, not being a degenerate, another one of them. Not having a coke addiction. <laughs> like, did you screen any of these people before you hired them? <laughs> and uh, are you assessing your employees well? Like, do you understand what's going on inside of this shop? And that's a common story, right? You're an employee that, like, works the floor. You know, you have a real idea of what it takes to make some sales, have a good company culture, have a good culture for the customers and nobody listens to you. Yeah. Cause you're in your mid twenties and I don't know, people think you're useless <laughs> or some shit like that. So I got my older brother, the car guy, I got my oldest little brother, the cannabis guy, the business guy. And then I got my middle brother and this kid is <laughs> the corporate guy. <laughs> Yeah, he just he works in uh in the lane of uh, loan origination, real estate financing. Like, ooh, wee, wow, this is fun. <laughs> and this guy, he's like, he's twenty two, and he's talking about this grind of going into work, coming out of work, like the guy's forty, <laughs> and he's got a lot of work left to do. Like, he's got some more credentialing to get, and then his skills will be used a little bit better. 
But, you know, to go from the car guy to the cannabis guy to the corporate guy to the kid that's in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just got his license. Yeah, he's got this hoopty ass car. <laughs> he's got a panel ripped off the side. <laughs> clear, clear difference. You know, from this tricked out Dodge Charger. <laughs> and my pretty fairly new Hyundai Kona. This guy's just got this beat up <laughs> hoopty ass SUV that's perfect, perfect for a high school kid. And he's like, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd like to make some steady income <laughs> so I could get some new speakers in my car. And I'm like, oh, oh. What it's like, what it's like to be 17 years old. What a fucking world this is. And spent some of my weekend helping the old boy out, uh, make his first resume. <laughs> Gave him a couple of good tips. Uh, aggregated a lot of experience through the years, what it takes to make a, a resume into an entry level position. So of course you got to show that you have three years of experience. <laughs> And a college degree so that you can work at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> no. no. Um, yeah, he is targeting his uh, his first gig to work at Dunkin' Donuts. He's got uh, his interview time lined up this week. Go him. He's got his resume filled out. Got all the certifications he needs. And let's see how it goes. <laughs> see if the kid gets uh, a yes to his first ever application for a job and just... Man, if that is all I needed to do was make steady income so I could pay for a new set of speakers in my car, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus. Things would be nice. Things would be real fucking nice. Uh, but that's just, you know, the worlds that each of each of my brothers have. And, and I love all of them, and, I, and I'm glad I got to spend that time, and I had a similar amount of time with my mom, my dad, and both of the dogs, because, you know, the dogs are family too. <laughs> That's why millennials get dogs, right? They're like, uh, kids sound like a fuck of a lot of work. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a puppy. <laughs> I'm going to get a puppy that lives in this apartment. <laughs> that shit low-key kind of breaks my heart. Get a full-size dog. And squeeze that dog into an 850 square foot studio. Like, what the fuck are you to get a cat? <laughs> get a hamster. Get something that doesn't need a yard, for Christ's sakes. <sighs> but, you know, it's like, what What do you expect? You think anybody out here that's a millennial was like, yeah, you know what I'm ready to do? Ready to buy a home. Start a family. <laughs> it's like, doing what? <laughs> doing what? Uh, maybe I'm just blowing things out of proportion because I live in San Diego and you get a two bedroom, one bathroom home for a cool $700,000 out here. Yeah, you can't even afford that if you got you know, a post-grad, <laughs> a post-grad position. It's like, dude, I'm gonna have to like start selling some NFTs or something. Maybe start flashing my titties online, starting OnlyFans. <laughs> And you'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> hey, if your boy here started an OnlyFans, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. Mostly from my gay friends, by the way. 
The most that I hear, yo, Chris, you should start an OnlyFans, are from my gay friends, and I take that as a high compliment. <laughs> Boy, if you're a man and you want to feel good about yourself, wait for a gay man to call you handsome. <laughs> wait for him to <laughs> pay a compliment to the clothes that you're wearing and the kind of fitness shape you're in because gay guys are ruthless. <laughs> and so when they... And they say, oh, dude, you're pretty hot. I'm like, yeah, you think so? Thanks, man. That really lit up my day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, TBD, if that OnlyFans will get started. I just, I just don't know how far that goes. And also, I don't know how useful it is. It's like if you're a girl and you're on OnlyFans, like you got titties. That's great. I mean, yeah, I got titties too, but... Not like those kind of titties. Not the titties that are illegal to be seen in public type titties. <laughs> right? It's like it's the verboten, which makes it worthy of paying for online otherwise. You know, it's like, oh, you got nice pecs. Nice dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or maybe they want to like watch me, you know, do some asana practice. Uh, shirtless. Yeah, or, you know. But then what if you like have a subscriber that's like, hey, uh, will you do that in a G string? And I'm like, not a G string type of guy. Surprise. <laughs> it's like, what do you do? You know, like not take the money. That's what you're there for. You're saluting yourself out. <laughs> no, no, no. They're all entrepreneurs. They're business people, self-employed. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing how much money they make. So kudos to them. Yeah, it's, it's fucking hard. It's, it's hard, uh, putting the pieces together and, uh, trying to make all the things work. And so it's refreshing to talk to a kid. If you haven't talked to a kid in a while, talk to a kid again, talk to a teenager again and have a flashback to how important you thought landing a date for homecoming was <laughs> or how like the whole world was against you. Because <laughs> you're a teenager and didn't know any better. That will put some things in perspective. And then after that, listen to Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah, now, believe it or not, that guy actually inspires a, a little bit of hope in me. In part because if a guy like Jordan Peterson... <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I was, <laughs> was going to make a, a terrible joke. <laughs> which I'm going to refrain from doing. Just know that it was in the lane of like being a person that's super conscientious that got hooked on antidepressants. And if they can make it out, I can too. <laughs> that wasn't the joke that I said. That was the joke I said I was going to say, but didn't. <sighs> yeah. I had a, a friend asked uh, to land some or to to lay on some some spicy content for uh, the podcast today, and um, I was unsure about what it was that I was gonna say in response to that. Um, but they're like, "Hey." Um, <laughs> Uh, what would you do to me? What would you do to me if you could? 
And uh, what I said was I would get a tank full of goop, Nickelodeon style, set you up on top of a tank, put a wig on you, <laughs> and a mustache that made you look like the person from Borat. <laughs> and then have a target set up next to you so that way when I threw a tennis ball at it, you would fall in the water and then intentionally miss the target and throw the tennis balls at you. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, <laughs> what am I going to do? Huh? Hop on this podcast and uh, speak 50 shades of gray to my audience. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, but... uh. Um, I'm headed up to Los Angeles next weekend for a little side gig. Pretty excited about it. And uh, I'll let you know um, if I have any spicy things happen to me while I'm up and out there. But in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week. Um, Going to be talking to the class is at the university, uh, talking about Bikram yoga and hot yoga this week. So you know, I have some good content coming to you on Thursday. <laughs> As always, reach out, connect. I love you. Thanks for joining the cast today. I got to head out to teach my first class, um, but I'll be back here to check in on you again on Thursday uh, for the next stretch. All right. Take care. Love you. Peace, motherfuckers. <laughs>